Hey fellow writers, Cherry here. If you're interested in snagging yourself a copy of Scrivener, the ultimate novel writing software for Windows and Mac OS, we can hook you up with a 20% discount. Details at the end of the show. Start the recording. Is it recording? Okay, it's recording. I guess <laughs> we could like we could start the show now. Oh here it goes. Okay. Welcome to the Writer's Tavern. Sit back, sip that eggnog that is more nog than egg, and join me, Jerry, in welcoming my fellow writer, podcast partner, and longtime friend, Melanie. Hello, all you little elves out there. Hey, how you doing? You being good? Are you on the naughty list? Define good. Define naughty. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You don't model new. Hmm. Oh, well. I think I've been good. Um, Pat Robertson might not agree with me, but that's okay. (laughs) I think I've been very good at being naughty. (laughs) And how have you been naughty, my dear? I've been spending money I shouldn't spend. (laughs) Yeah, we we are in a hellscape of 2020, so that's kind of to be expected. So now what did you buy yourself for Christmas? Uh, among the things that I bought myself for Christmas. <laughs> among? Okay. Well, I mean, you know, I, I got the the, um, the the M1 MacBook Air. Right. right. That was more of a birthday gift. Um, I also just uh, did a Black Friday thing and then got myself a Windows laptop um, for a very specific reason. It is a gaming laptop. Ah, okay. And, um, of course, since it's a gaming laptop, it has to be Windows. And we all know how much I love Windows. Mm -hmm. That's sarcasm. (laughs) Um, Didn't always hate Windows. And I don't really hate Windows. I just get really annoyed by some things that it does when I know it could be so much better. Mm -hmm. But it's anyway. I digress. So um, I got that specifically because it was a cascade effect over other things I bought. So um, my other podcast partner, one of my other ones, uh, Joe, talked me into buying an Oculus Quest 2 standalone virtual reality headset. Oh, okay. I've seen those. Those are cool. So, and... They are. And, but I mean, I'm not really into the gaming aspect of it. What he said that convinced me was, dude, there's this one program where you sit in it and it's like you and all the friends that you invite are all together, no matter where you're at, in a giant theater and you all watch the same thing at the same time. And I'm like, I'm listening. Tell me more. (laughs) 
<laughs> you have my attention. <laughs> and so, um, just based on that, I went ahead and got myself one and tried it out and immediately bought three more. Actually, immediately bought four more. One uh -huh. was accident, but so I gave one to, uh, Danielle, one to Jeremy and one to Jessica. So it's a big, happy virtual family, right? Nice. So we all have those and everybody's loving them. I, I gotta say, I, I was skeptical, uh, skeptical, I, me can talk. About <laughs> you make the words reality. pretty. I know. Cause I, I, had, I had a headset before that, um, that Tracy got me a couple of years ago, but it was the kind where you put the phone in it. And it was really subpar. And uh -huh. also she forgot to give me the part that was the controller. Oh. And it didn't say anything about the controller and the instructions. So I was just lost. I was like, what does it do? This is worthless. And, um, but this thing, it's, it's self-contained, but it is also not self-contained where you don't have to hook it to anything. It's its own computer. It's got an app store. It's got a bunch of things you could do, but you hook it to a gaming laptop with a cable and then suddenly it's full VR for any game that's on your computer. Mm -hmm. And, um, so anyway, uh, in my burst of, um, enthusiasm for this new found superpower of being able to teleport into any other place, I bought also the PlayStation VR headset and put it on so I could play No Man's Sky in VR just to try it. Mm -hmm. And it's a uh, much lower res, and, but it, it actually, it fits better. So there's a lot of give and take, but I mean, it really, it, it gave me, and this is why this is where it's going to segue into writing. It gave me the actual feeling of, and, and I don't know if you know much about No Man's Sky, but it's like this infinite, exploration of space and alien worlds. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. I, I know okay. about it. Yeah. All right. So uh, I've walked on alien worlds now. I mean, I know what it feels like, or at least fictional alien worlds mm -hmm. and have giant creatures running around. And, and I've seen with my own eyes standing on this strange planet with red grass, uh, you know, uh, rings in the sky because the planet has rings and a giant moon or three and more than one sun in a sunset. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm going to use that experience and especially in what I'm writing right now. Oh yeah. That would be perfect for you. I know. And so, and then the added benefit of the Oculus um, quest two is there is a program I bought and it was like a whole $10 that uses all of Google street view and puts you standing in those streets. So you could wander through frozen time down just about any street in the entire world. Oh my God. Oh, that I would love. That, I know. That's something uh, I would buy the Oculus for. See, and, and so these are the things I'm excited about. Yeah. There's a fishing game and there's all sorts of other games. I'm not really into that. Although I do have to admit the fishing game was fun because it's really like you're holding a fishing pole and, okay. and all this. Stuff. But so, so that's, that's where, I mean, I'm calling this a tool for writing. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, then the reason, of course, I'm upgrading to a laptop is because the Oculus is so much better than the PlayStation. 
VR that I want to get No Man's Sky on an actual computer and use it with the Oculus. And then I'm set. <laughs> for <But> now. <laughs> now I, yeah, for now. But now I have to sell. And I've, this is what I was doing all day today is preparing a bunch of stuff. And I'm going to probably put them up on eBay next weekend is two MacBooks, um, the MacBook and a MacBook Pro, a bunch of accoutrement for those things, um, a Beats headset, um, um, gosh, uh, on and on. Uh, oh, oh! I'm also going to sell my PlayStation Pro and my Xbox Pro, okay. whatever it is, because I'm going to go full in on the computer thing. And 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 the, there's an added another added benefit of having a non-Mac because it, when you hook it to the Oculus, there's a lot less restrictions. Okay. About what you can share with other people who are also on Oculus. So it makes it a lot easier to just say, hey, let's all watch this movie without, you know, digital rights management saying, yeah, you can't do that. Okay. Yeah. So, and I don't think that's, I think that's dumb. I mean, if you've paid for a movie. Why should other people have to pay to watch it with you? No, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, but, but Apple has got it locked down where if you try to share anything, cause there is a share thing, what I could share a desktop and everything into Oculus and anybody joining me can see it. The moment I turn on anything like a movie, the screen goes black, mm-hmm. you know, because of the DRM. So that's. That's not no bueno. No, that's no fun. I, I can completely okay. say. Okay. Uh, it's your turn to tell me about all the fun stuff. That <laughs> okay. This is actually writing related, but um, it's also a little bit computer related. I have finally bitten the bullet and I've upgraded all of my Microsoft applications to the latest version. So it's, it's the, I hate the idea of paying a lease. I know. But it means that I've, I've got everything up to date. Well, it turns out, now this is something I've wanted to do for a while, and I've actually made book trailers before. Oh, yeah. I saw that uh, you're using um, uh, PowerPoint. PowerPoint. Yeah. yeah. Now, I used to use iMovie for that, and it worked well. There, there was no problem. But in the last year or so, I've been hearing so many people say, oh, yeah, I'm making my trailers with PowerPoint. It's so much easier. Uh, it's it's just basically you make a, a slideshow, and then you can uh, save it as an MP4. You upload that. It's great. La, la, la. Well, I needed to upgrade my my Microsoft um, apps to be able to do that. So I finally did that. And then I made a trailer for one sweet Christmas, which is my new holiday romance released as Nicola. I'm sorry. um, Natasha M Stark, which is my contemporary romance name. Oh my God, Jerry. I saw it. It's wonderful. I am a frustrated filmmaker at heart. I mean, I, I, I freely admit that. And you can kind of tell if you, if you watch my trailers, because I just love getting the timing right. And especially if I can, I, sometimes I'll use music with them and I like to get everything cued into the music. And I like the entire trailer to tell a story. And it was so freaking satisfying. I cannot begin to explain. But that's not the best part. The best part is it's getting people's attention. Yay. I mean, today I posted two um, po- uh, tweets on Twitter 
with my trailers. Uh-huh. And I just double checked. It's like, oh, I just sold two books. Oh, awesome. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah, well, the thing is, people have been saying, oh, my God, I, I made a trailer for Shadow of the Swan as well. And one reader told me, that trailer sent chills down my spine. That was perfect. And I thought, my job here is done. Ah. So I have, I, I've kind of splashed out on music for two trailers. You can add video in, but video starts to get super, super expensive. And there are so many effects that you can add to still pictures. And I've, I've already bought just a buttload of pictures from deposit photos. So I, I I'm fine with that. Um, it's, it's just extremely effective. It is immensely fun for me. And like I said, it gets people's attention and it gets them to Amazon or their favorite bookstore and it gets them buying. So yay. In fact, as of yesterday, I passed, uh, my sales total for Amazon for October. So, and I still have two more days to go. Yeah. Awesome. So, so that being said, everybody, uh, if you want to hire Melanie to do your book trailer, just get a hold of her at Melanie at writers tavern.show. I am open to that. If you want a nice trailer done for your stuff, you know, um, all of my trailers are available at uh, www.nicolacameron.com. If you look for Shadow of the Swan, One Sweet Christmas, or King of Blades, you will see the trailers that I did. So you get an idea of, of what you want. I can, And like I said, I can add video. It's just that to get a snippet of video, that usually costs about 70 bucks. So that, it, yeah. You should try, okay, so I, well, work pays for it. But I mean, I have this thing called um, Elements by Envato. Mm-hmm. And it's um, like $35 a month all you can eat from everything, including music and video and, and, and just about anything Uh, and pictures of course, and graphics and, and web, web, um, website themes and, um, WordPress themes and you name it. Yeah. I've heard uh, really, really good things about that. So I, it's, I would say it's good for just about everything, but book covers the book covers your place wins hands down mm-hmm. <laughs> because because that's some the art that you'd find there is some of the art that you'd you like find on deviant art yeah exactly exactly so yeah no. but but the envato places it's uh pretty generic and business related you know lots of holding hands and pretty girls and couples staring at each other or being angry and you know, you'll get that generic stuff. Yeah. And especially if you're writing something that isn't contemporary, which is what I usually do when it comes to romance, you need yeah. something a little bit more specific. So that's where yeah. the positive photo comes in. Yeah. I actually get my music from premiumbeat.com and oh. I've I've been extremely happy. They have a wonderful selection of of different kinds of music. And when you buy something, not only do you get like usually a two and a half minute song you wind up getting three different length versions of that song so if you want like a 15 second a 30 second a 60 second you'll get stems you'll get crossovers you'll get a whole bunch of stuff for your money so i think it that's also a really good place to go if you're looking for good music for any sort of book trailer or video or anything like that oh okay yeah Uh, i i get the music at envato but that's because 
You're not paying for it. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying for it. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> but also, you know, I, I there if you go to uh, YouTube, they have a huge amount of free to use music out there. Did you know that? No, that I did not know. I will check yeah. that out. Let me let me see. I got a bookmark. It used to be library or something. What is it? Oh wait, I'm already there. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, Mulgeri does research in real time. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mel, yeah, really. here and keep the listeners entertained. Um, well, listeners, while they're doing that, one thing that I have to tell you, especially since it's just past Thanksgiving and we're coming up to Christmas, I want to give you an idea of something that you can do with your leftover turkey. As many of you may know, I am an aficionado of the Great British Bake Off. I love baking. I love baking shows. I'm currently this weekend binging on the Great Canadian Bake Off. But one thing that I've learned from the show is there is something that Paul Hollywood himself came up with, the old blue eyes, called, and he calls it his turkey, cranberry, and stuffing Chelsea buns. Now, Chelsea bun is kind of like an English version of a cinnamon roll. It's a sweet spiral roll, and it's got a glaze on it, very tasty. Well, this is a savory version. And this, you wind up putting your leftover shredded turkey in it. You put any leftover cranberry sauce that you got. You put your leftover stuffing in it. You roll it up. You bake it. You Suddenly, you have 12 turkey sandwiches that are freaking out of this world. So if you go and just Google uh, Paul Hollywood leftover Chelsea rolls, you will come to the recipe. I, I cannot recommend this enough, especially since Lyndon tasted it. The yummy noises he made <laughs> made my heart glow. And he said, can this please be on the menu from now on? I said, yes, dear. So every time I make her turkey, I will now be saving the scraps and the little shredded parts, and I'll be making leftover Chelsea buns with that. That's cool. Oh. That's that sounds way yummy. It, oh, 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 I've already had dinner, but I'm hungry now. <laughs> it's, oh, trust me, Jerry, it is so freaking good. So, so that that was breakfast. So, so okay, have you found your link? Yes, it is studio.youtube.com. They've actually changed the link. So there is free music, sound effects, and all sorts of things out there. And there's like thousands of them. Um, and uh, you could either choose ones that are require attribution or not. Uh, you could search by duration, mood, genre, um, etc. Okay. And and also, I mean, there's well, and if you're, let's not go into the copyright stuff, but apparently, if you can, if you you could use some copywritten music on YouTube, mm -hmm. but that just means that the there's going to be a an ad and the people who own the copyrighted music get money. Okay. But these these are ad free ones. These are the just look for the. I, what I did is I went to um, Google and searched uh, YouTube audio library and okay. it popped it up. I, I will check that out later on. Thank you very much because well, I'm, I'm going to be making trailers now for all of my books. Well, the, the only thing is though, everybody has access to this. So you're going to find that maybe a hundred other people are using the same music you're using. So I don't know if that makes any difference to you or not, but that's something to keep in mind. Well, that's not necessarily a problem because the thing is you, you run into that problem with stock 
photos for covers yeah. anyway. So, you know, it's like there's this one guy, he he looks kind of classically Italian. He's got those chiseled features and narrow blue eyes and black hair, and he is on everything. <laughs> Uh, have, this man cannot modern down Fabio. The, yeah, exactly. He's the modern Fabio. He is everywhere. I mean, this guy's got to be able to walk down the street and have people nudging. It's like, oh, I saw him. I, oh, yeah, I saw him on that book too. So <laughs> it's it's just one of the the perils of the trade. Yeah. Well, anyway, there, that is one that that was the first. But no, actually, the first audio music library i used uh came with i think it was iMovie or it wasn't iMovie it was a final cut one of the two had a bunch of music just to use a uh, garage band did as well yeah that's right in garage yeah. band and but this the youtube one they they're constantly at it they actually buy the license and then say everybody can use it oh that, they, hey, that's cool but you know they're doing it so that you could have something in the background of your video that they're going to put their ads on. So it's it serves them. Yeah. <laughs> so it it all goes back to YouTube. Yeah, I know, I know. What are you going to do? Google. They they're going to own everything. Uh, eventually, we'll have we'll have nanotubes stuck in our foreheads that are you know stamped Google <laughs> or Facebook. Yeah, yeah, one of the two. Well, that's that's the problem with Oculus uh, Quest Two. I, I always have to fully pronounce what it is. Um, you, you, a lot of people are having problems with it because because obviously Facebook bought Oculus, and now with this new one, especially they've fully integrated something. Mm -hmm. And in order to use it, you have to have a Facebook login. Oh, okay. You, you have to be a Facebook user to use these. Yeah. And, and it's not because you're logging into Facebook. You're no, it's, it's the, it's their system for logging you into their, their app store. Basically. Yeah. You can post to Facebook, but they're not really, they don't, you know, there's, there's kind of a paper wall there, but it, it, for those who, don't trust Facebook because of privacy issues. Eh, you might want to steer clear. Me personally, eh, I know the NSA is listening to me all the time through <laughs> all my devices. You know, have you have you ever? Okay, uh, Mr. NSA officer, could you look up a good recipe for blueberry pancakes? And oh, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they answer, do you have you a tweet? Hey, now, I'll try this one. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Jerry. Oh, sorry, thanks, Al. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> oh man. So, 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 what do you have planned for December? Since that's coming up very quickly. Writing wise, or just life wise? Um, both. Well, right. I'm still working on my space opera thing. Um, uh, over the past two weeks, I slowed way down, but I started picking up again. Mm -hmm. Um, mainly is, well, you know, I told you if, if I'm not writing, I have problems, but another thing I noticed today, even if I am writing, I'm constantly writing dialogue in my head. It just won't go away. Some people back in the day would just say, you have voices in your head. We're going to lobotomize you. Nah, it's my brighter brain. It just won't shut off. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely understand that. I, I have conversations between people who I don't even know in my head all the time. I'm like, 
I wonder if, if, if that happens to some people and they just think they're psychic or <laughs> they get diagnosed as schizophrenic. I don't know. But I, I know they're characters and because I'm taking notes, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, okay, you know, I always wanted to write a character that is absolutely horrible. Everything he says is disgusting and and uh, he's got a really poor attitude, but everything he does is altruistic and, and really genuine. Oh, oh wow, you know, okay. I, I, uh, that that would be that'd be an interesting character. And and so it's it's things like that are always going through my head, and I'll think of something and then I'll have the dialogue mm-hmm. between people and his insults and the insults back and everything. And you think this is gonna be like the main antagonist, but then they're always there for the guy and, and grudgingly helping him for no reason other than he's actually genuinely a good person. Mm-hmm. You know, he just has a shitty personality. Yeah. Just a shithead personality. <laughs> well, you think that that's bad. I tend to say dialogue out loud. So oh, I'll, be, I, I'll be puttering I, around the house, yeah. I'll be cleaning or I'll be cooking or something. And I'll be thinking of a story and suddenly I'll start saying the, the lines to myself in the characters' voices, so uh-huh. which is fun, especially if one of them's a guy. And I cannot tell you how many times Lyndon's walked into the room. So who are you talking to? Myself. He's got to be used to it by now. <laughs> yes, he is. Hey, he doesn't think I'm crazy, so that's good. But yeah, it's, it's he'll just walk in. It's like, what do you? Oh, never mind. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> What's for dinner? Is it well? <laughs> Mainly I do it in the car, mm-hmm. so which used to be a problem, but now everybody just assumes you're on Bluetooth. Yeah. So, so it's know. like, oh, whatever. He's talking, he's talking to somebody. He's got to be talking yeah, to somebody. Yeah. So you're talking to the car. Of course, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Um, and uh, uh, one thing my girlfriend pointed out to me a couple of years ago that I didn't know I did is I will sit there and make up stories about things real time. Like I will give the dog dialogue and, and the dog is talking to me and I'm talking to the dog and I'm saying what the dog's saying back. Uh-huh. And, but it, then it'll go it'll like uh, the fork and knife are having an argument, you know? And, and she would just start cracking up and, and I just thought I was being funny. And then she pointed out, you're always making up little stories. And then I became conscious that I was doing it and then it stopped. <laughs> but it's like, oh, suddenly I feel weird. <laughs> so I didn't realize I was doing it. It was just my banter. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I understand. Because Lyndon and I do that with the cats all the time. See, it's easier with the cats, but when you're starting to, you know, have the salt and pepper shaker. Yeah, you that might, yeah, that might be kind of a little problematic there. there yeah, so. uh, mm. But they were funny. <laughs> Okay. I I think that the movie Sausage Party came from something like that. Oh, that would not surprise me one little bit. Oh my God. Yeah, good point. But yeah, I'm I'm going to be uh, working still on, I'm I'm almost, gosh, it's like I'm about 12,000 words into part two of five. This is going to be a big book. Mm-hmm. Of of my little space opera, <laughs> my little space opera. Little, <laughs> yeah, and um, that's coming along. I'm I'm actually 
looking forward to finishing this segment because I want to do the next one and the next one's going to have an interesting character like I was talking about. Okay. Because the character, if I'm writing, if I'm doing, and I'm like doing a scene and it's the, I will laboriously go through description, you know, and, and constantly check myself and, and it's, it's slow going, but the moment I hit dialogue, boom, 2000 words. Mm-hmm. No, I, I understand. Yeah. Explodes. Then I go through back and I, I'll read it out loud and go, that doesn't sound quite right. And then I'll adjust it and then I'll do it again, you know, and that's just the first draft. <laughs> well, I think it comes down to what, what do you like? Some people really love, they love description. They love, they will go into that. Like you would not believe some people like you and I, we love narration. So, so we yeah. love to do, you know, the, the dialogue between the characters and some people do the, the narrative. Well, dialogue and some people like the narrative bits that is kind of the the inner voice of the character so yeah i'm always sorry no no you go ahead well i'm i was always interested in seeing about developing but the the voice of the storyteller himself or herself Mm mm-hmm the one that's actually telling the story i'm i don't think i've ever really I mean, I used to, but then I, I made a conscious decision at one point for style that I wanted the storyteller to be completely invisible and I wanted the reader to not realize they're reading. Okay. And so, but that makes my descriptions really on the light side because I'm pushing that job over to the reader because I'll give them a hint, but then they need to fill that part in. Yeah. And I know some people love that and some people absolutely hate that. Well, I mean, it just comes down to stylistic preferences for you and reader preferences for the reader. So. Well, I, I remember one of my favorite authors when I was younger was uh, David Gerald. Because his, his descriptions are very sparse and it was all dialogue and very witty dialogue constantly. And, uh, but then, then I, I got into Tim Powers who I greatly admire, but as, as he matured in his writing, his descriptions got longer and longer and more and more detailed. And I'm really, I'm kind of like, that's not really what I'm into. (laughs) It was Mm -hmm. more into your funny, quirky stuff. But I mean, but you can tell he does an amazing amount of research and he doesn't want to waste it. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. You know? I, which I understand, but there, you also have to realize that there's a point where you've got to balance. You can't put everything you learned in the book. Some of it is backstory that maybe you're the only one who knows it, but that's okay because that's going to inform how you tell the story. I think his general readership absolutely loves it though. I mean, mm-hmm. this, I'm not, not this, this is just a, I'm it's, I put it down to me having, um, my attention span is getting worse and worse. Thanks to probably YouTube and modern technology and Twitter and shit. And I just don't have the patience for very long passages of description. I just don't anymore. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm the same way with movies. It's hard for me to sit down and watch an entire movie all the way through anymore. Really? Okay. Yeah. 
it's it's not good. I, I need to. I actually bought a book that teaches you how to re-establish your longer attention span, and I can't get through it because I don't have the attention span. I'm, I'm not joking. I'm know, not joking. I know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'd laugh because yeah. it's funny. It's ironic. I, I kind of wonder if that's if it's ruining me as a writer, but I, I don't know. My my stuff flows very fast. Mm-hmm. I do know that. But um, other than that, it just um, I already I've already given the major gifts out because they were the Oculuses because I wanted them to have them now. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I have some little gifts, and it's just going to be a little. You know, Christmas, and that's it. How, how about you? You're, how many more books are you finishing this month? <laughs> uh, well, I put I put uh, Cross Current to the that was Olympic Cove four to the side so I could get this holiday romance out because it's a holiday uh-huh. romance. You want it out yeah. during the holidays, but um, the goal is to get Cross Current done and out by the end of December. And I think that's that's it for me for the year. So that'll be three full length books um and and two actually um sorry one novella so i figure that's okay you know i'm not going to complain that that's good enough that is way good enough <laughs> yeah but you know the thing is I, I i look at other writers who are just punching out stuff like you would not believe and it's like i guess i could do that but my brain would fry so no if so. i tried to do what you do my brain would fry well I think it's simply because it, because romance readers are so voracious. I've I've trained myself to write quickly and yeah. ideally put out like a number of books a year. So are, are you still dictating? Yep. Oh, and that's working out really well too. So I'm hoping I'm hoping to use that to get cross current finished, at least draft version, as done as quickly as possible so that I can kind of go in and edit. I really would like to take the week off between Christmas and New Year's and just kind of relax. Well, that's kind of what I did, uh, even unintentionally, is I took a, a, about a week and a half off from writing and I just played. Yeah, that's what, that's sometimes, that's what you've got to do. Humans need to play. And I've got stuff that I, I, I've got crafts I would like to finish. I've got shows I'd like to watch. I've got a lot of other stuff that I'd like to kind of just kind of play and relax and give my brain a chance to recharge. So the idea is take the week off between Christmas and New Year's and I can just do that. And I can just kind of get back to a more relaxed attitude and then hit hit the ground running in January. Yeah. I'm going to hit the ground running tomorrow because I'm back to work. I'd, I'd taken like four days off plus the weekend. Uh-huh. And yeah, I think about work a little bit, do a little bit, but it's. I got the last month of the year coming up. I yeah. have a lot of stuff to do. So no, day got, job's going to take, take some time. Oh, I, I, I understand that completely. Cause I hear that from Lyndon and, and I remember from last year when I was going kind of nuts with the contract job. So you, you mm. have my complete sympathy. Now, now, speaking of that, we are actually up on 35 minutes. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's uh, go ahead and wrap this up. Um, you want to plug anything? In yes, particular? I do please. Let's okay. If you like the idea of a story with a hot baker, an unemployed PA, a dash of social media panic, and then stirring it all together into a wonderful romantic comedy, please check out my new holiday romance, 
One Sweet Christmas, under the name Natasha M. Stark, now available at Amazon. And not only is it available at Amazon, it is on KU. So if you want to read it for free, that's the way to do it. Please do. I still have King of Blades and Shadow of the Swan available under the name uh, I'm sorry, I have a cat headbutting my leg. <laughs> Nicola M. Cameron, so please check those out. And the sequel to Shadow of the Swan, The Crimson and the Black, will be written in January and will be released sometime in late February. Oh, that's wow. You're a machine. Wow. Okay, um, what about you, Jerry? Well, uh, let's see, I think this this time around, I'm just going to ask people to go check out um, a nonfiction book called All This in a Bucket of Toads. If you want to find out exactly how weird I am or why I got so weird, um, you could <laughs> read that book because it's uh, it, uh, it shows everything. And um, you could find that along with everything else over at jerryjdavis.com. Click books. There they are. There That's you the go. Way. So, and you can find our website hosted by anchor.fm at writerstavern.show. That's one word, writerstavern.show. Um, you can use this website to record messages that will be sent back to us if you want. Also join us on Facebook. Just search for at Writers Tavern on Facebook and there we are. And so thank you for listening and here's hoping you come back. And remember, stay safe out there, wear your masks, be smart, and let's all get through to 2021. Yeah, let's make sure it's a good one. Hey, fellow writers, Jerry here again. One, thank you for listening all the way to the end, or at least pretending you did. Those of you who skipped ahead, we know who you are. Actually, no, we don't. It's all good. Anyway, as promised, here's the discount code. Tavern. Yep, that's it. Tavern. You probably could have guessed that. <laughs> when you go and buy Scrivener for either Windows or Mac OS, just use that discount code and they knock 20% off the price. The offer is good until January 31st, 2021. So there you have it. Stay safe, friends, and keep writing.